Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Andrew. And I'm Emily. And we talk about stuff. And things. We haven't said that in a while. We haven't. It's because we didn't... I don't think we wanted to do it in front of Sadie or uh, Tad or Steve. What, are you embarrassed? Like, gosh. I'll tell you, I think I might have mentioned this before, but I wasn't going to do the whole thanks for listening, thanks for understanding thing until you kicked it off in that episode with them. Right. I think the funniest thing to me was Tad was like, what song's that from? <laughs> <laughs> and Steve was like immediately like, oh my goodness. Like a entitlement crew, man. I don't yeah. do a good Steve impression, but... um, I don't do a good either of them impression. They're both yeah. too cool for me. They asked for some uh, some shirts and some hats, so uh, we did a little tradesies. And uh, I got... Steve asked for a dad cap. That's the kind that's not the flat bill, but it's just more like a classic baseball cap kind of deal. It looks really nice. I thought it looks kind of nice. I, I don't know. And then I gave Tad my, uh, my snapback because he... Yeah. It was one of those like, oh, that's a sick hat. And I was like, I don't know. You want it? And he's like, uh, yeah. maybe, maybe after the episode, when we got done after the episode. I was like, all right, have I convinced you that I don't have lice? And, and then he took it. So, yeah. So uh, we'll see if he takes it to Nashville when I see them. But I, I doubt it. Well, I was flattered that he liked it so much that mm-hmm. he would take it off of my greasy head. Yeah. So uh, what are you drinking tonight? I am having a 10-year scotch. Trader Dro- Trader Joe's label. Ten year scotch Trader Joe's. I just poured it. I'm just tired. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you just poured it, but you're calling it ten year scotch. It is a ten year scotch. The the years. Ten year. <sighs> I'm gonna start a poll. Did you which did you hear? Ten year scotch or ten year scotch? It's been tenured, like a teacher <laughs> or a professor. That was that was that was. Yeah, that was the joke, bud. Well, that was some high education humor. Some education humor. Edumacation. Edumacation. I gotta not do that um, voice anymore this episode. Lord. Edumacation. Um, no, I'm so a little sick, so I'm a little out I'm of it Andrew. As well. Nice to meet you, little sick. I was gonna say something really <laughs> rude because that's my go to, but I would have had to bleep it. Yeah. Well, I probably would have deserved it. Anyways, yeah, so this is a uh, I don't like to I don't spend tons of money on myself contrary to popular belief and so i got uh this guy was like 25 bucks at trader joe's for a bottle of 10 year old aged scotch um yeah it's it's not bad at all i'm I'm actually really happy with it so i'm milking the heck out of it and uh yeah plan on having this one for a while but it was uh night before i start the new job and i figured it'd be worth pouring a little bit of the special scotch so yeah nice congratulations yeah i'm really excited I, i'm bummed to leave all of the folks at my old job i if you're listening to this by some odd chance that means one i finally convince you to listen to my dang podcast after talking about it incessantly in the office dang but i don't apologize for for the record and um no in all honesty I, I do miss a lot of you folks so yeah, and I'm, but all that said is I'm excited to uh, kick off the new job. So that yeah. happens tomorrow morning. Nice. Yeah. That's that's very exciting. Better hours. Yeah, there, there's a whole lot of reasons for it and uh, for me to make this switch. And I'm I'm look I'm really looking forward to the way it's going to change the uh, the routine of my life. Yes, so. that's that's key. Having a good work life balance routine. 
Indeed. So cheers to that. Cheers to that. And I will cheers my uh, LaCroix to uh, something new I've got going on. I've joined right. I've joined the local Seattle band Sunday Crush, and we're playing a couple shows uh, this late summer, early fall. Uh, we're, September 12th, we'll be at Fred's Wildlife in Capitol Hill for a free shindig of shenanigans. Uh, it's a shopping mall themed festival again, free come out. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, and then October 5th, we'll be at Connor burn October 10th. I'll be solo at Connor burn. Uh, additionally, September 21st, I'll be playing with a woman named Abby K at Connor burn and sometime in October, I'll be playing another gig at Connor burn with someone else. So I'll basically, I, I live there now, I think. That's what it sounds like. You might as well just sleep in a car outside. Yes. You know, uh, it's a pretty quick jaunt down from my place. Uh, If I didn't need to bring an amp, I could have just uh, hopped on my bicycle and rolled down the hill. You could have. Yeah, I guess I still could. I would need... (laughs) No. I really thought about getting one... Well, I have been giving thought to if I find $700 getting the milkman the amp. Right. Again though, $700. Right, but if it's if it's as good as an amp is, then like why not? $700. I I see a strong argument for it personally, but <laughs> I do too. I think that if you're like touring, that would be superb. Oh yeah, definitely. Honestly, I'm thinking about getting an HX stomp in heaven for a little bit. And honestly, it's the kind of thing that I say I'm thinking about getting one, but I have no financial means of doing so because I'm yeah. I'm too scared. I like I could sell my amps and it'd be like probably a more or less one for one trade. I don't mm-hmm. know if I can do it. And then I just set up my my guitar wall with my amps and stuff, and one of my amps is also holding up uh, my speakers for my radio. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I just the, it looks so good together. Anyways, yeah. all of that to say is I, I, I'm i really intrigued and I really want to try it, but I'm also scared to commit. So I thought you were about to say you were intrigued by my band and then I got sad. Oh, well, I thought we, I thought we were going back to that. I don't know why we, we could go That's back helpful. to it <laughs> now for good. Um, but uh, I'm really excited about it. It's with uh, some good people and I really like the music. So uh, I'm, it's, a, it's it's happening. It's music. It's cool. Where can I buy tickets? Again, free at Fred's Wildlife on September 12th. Free. I like free. I like free. Free is the best kind of free. I don't know if it's all ages, but it might be. Well, uh, regardless, uh, I think I'm above the age that most venues require for age checks. Yes. Oh, oh, gosh. Just barely, right? Just barely. I'm, I'm yeah. but the wee child. Um, yeah. It seems that way. <laughs> Shut up, mom. You do what I want. <laughs> you do what I want. You're not my dad, mom. <laughs> uh, okay. That was a lot. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the Get Offset podcast where we, this just gets strange really fast. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's circle back. Circle back. Talk about guitar pedals. Amp pedals. Amp pedals. Uh, no, I, I don't have any amp pedals because I, 
you know, I say that I've got no means to buy an HX stomp, but then I picked up some other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, sort of. So I, I've got, I've had three hashtag NGDs new, new gear days in the last couple of weeks or so. And, uh, that never happens. I've had a, a lot. Yeah. I've not a new gear day in a while and to have three back to back to back like that was kind of overwhelming. But one uh, had been like in the works for a while. One's been in the works. So yeah, so I uh, put an order a while back with Justin 10K at Mezzo Effects. M-Z-O a- dot effects. Indeed. And yeah, so it's uh, his uh, Ohm version two with the custom ar- artwork. We uh, we agreed to do that giveaway we did back. Was that February? Good gravy. That was a long time ago, it feels like. And- it was like February or March. Yeah, we did that giveaway with the I, – I did the cat art for the front of the pedal. And, and then I liked it so much that I got one right away. I liked it so much that I waited a couple months to pull the, together my cash for it. And so I got mine finally, and it's in blindingly neon orange. Like, I, I can't photograph it. It's it so, is a bright pedal. It's insanely bright, and yeah. I love it. It sounds great. I'm getting a whole range of sounds out of it. Nice. Um, I've had the opportunity to play with it more than I did with the giveaway pedal because I was too scared mm-hmm. to scratch the giveaway pedal. Um, it was glossy, wasn't it? It was glossy, yeah. And yeah. I don't think I scratched it. I've already scratched my orange one on the bottom because I didn't put Velcro on it. Well, it's fine. You, I'm never getting want, rid of it, so might, might as well. If you want that black Meso Effects ohm with the with the carry with the cat on the front, I think Scott Hamilton, who won it, is selling his. It's, it's making the rounds. Is it? Oh. Yeah, it's one. Well, he has so many pedals, and uh, he wins. He wins everything. That guy, or is it Paul well, who wins everything? Paul Pennington that wins everything. Paul wins everything. Shout so Scott Paul. was overdue, or was it Paul who won? I forget. Paul, man. Paul won it, and I Paul won he, it. Yeah, did, that's it. Did he sell it to Scott? I don't know. Scott. No, will no, have to no. I'm I'm sorry. I just get the flipping flippers confused sometimes. Um. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm really excited. I got that in. I. Um, there's another addition to the trade in trade up deal. Uh, so if, if those of you who are, might remember, yes. I, I started off with that $20, uh, electro harmonics pedal and I traded my way up to a made in Japan GE seven, uh, the boss mm-hmm. seven band EQ, uh, at a, at a guitar show. And then I wasn't, I was just going to wait until I could go to a, another guitar show or something and it continue the game but someone posted a uh, a analog man modded dd5 and i was really intrigued so it's modded for a kill dry someone posted it up on one of the gear swap pages on facebook and i was like you know what that sounds cool i want to i want to hear that and the gentleman was quite the gentleman and offered to trade it uh, one for one so oh, nice I, I was pretty hyped and i i feel like i got the upper end of that maybe i'm wrong but Regardless, I'm pretty excited. I've played around with it quite a bit. I'm pretty stoked with it. Nice. Well, congratulations. That was quite a trade. Oh, and then I got a DoD volume pedal. And uh, so now I have the matching volume and expression set. And I still have mixed feelings on how I feel about them, but I do own them. So, you know. Yeah, I was messing with the expression pedal. And it just, it doesn't have that same nice sweeping feel that the bigger ones do. Right, right. Is that? And I think that's just part of me being klutzy, and I, I'm sure I'll get used to it pretty quick. I mean, but I have I have really small feet, and I find it difficult. Like I'm a size six and a half. I've and like I, it's just it's really quite small. 
Well. But it is small, which is why it's also appealing for Indeed, yeah, traveling. yeah. So, no, I've yeah. got both of mine currently on a little uh, temporary board setup while I'm just testing stuff out. And yeah. uh, they take up less room collectively than my VP Junior. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. pretty hard to argue with. Yeah, it is. That's very true. Um, I So I got some new pedals, too. It's just, it's hashtag NGD city yeah. up in here. Well, this one was pretty hard to resist. Have you heard of the uh, Bloomin' Fade pedal? It's like 40 bucks. No. It's one button and a dial, and it's you step on the button, and it cuts your sound. It's a momentary latch, and you release, and it does a, a volume swell, so swell from nothing in a, a small, like the smallest standard size uh, enclosure, and uh, you can adjust like the length of the swell with the dial, and... I mean, that's really cool. Uh, what the heck? Wait, no, you need to send me the link to that. because Yeah, to you're about to buy it. one. Yeah. Um, I need to sell my third kidney to continue with this habit. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I say my third kidney, I mean, I've already sold two, then got another one implanted with insurance. I need to sell that one now. So. Yeah, so I got the Bloom and Fade. Uh, super neat. Uh, oh, my gosh. Let me just – now I'm going to have to make sure that – it is what it's called. Bloomin I thought you, it, like for some reason it made me think of like bloom and onion. Ye- that's what was that from Chili's? Blue blue ampersand fade from Nightfall Pedal Companies. Oh, uh, that was Outback Steakhouse, Andrew. Is it? Yes. I lose. They all. They honestly, they all save like serve like the same stuff. I'm gonna send you. It's it's the Outback Steakhouse. It's different. It's different. Uh, so I'm sending you the link. They're sold out right now. But um, it's steak from the down under. Really neat. Oh, so they're fifty five dollars, not forty. You lied. I might have got. They might. Maybe they're raising their price because suddenly people are buying them. Let me My look. Feelings are hurt. Truly. No, I got mine for uh forty. Yeah. So better get on it. I mean, I get it. Like. Price it low right away, get like a low barrier to entry for people, uh, and then they get it. And like, wow, this is a very small pedal that does like the one, like what I'd say probably 80% of guitarists use their volume pedal for, for just like swells. Right. Like this is not a volume pedal replacement for like pedal steel or someone like Steve Selvage from the Hold Steady who uses it a lot during a show and not for, for swells, but just for general like boosts and stuff. And um, I know this because I was right in front of his feet for three nights straight the other day. Um, it just it, now now that I think about it, it, sounds like that's just like a uh, like an interesting take on the feature set of a slow gear. Yes, yes, I would I would agree with that. It's like a cross between a slow gear and like a EHX freeze. <sighs> but uh, this is a momentary latch, though. Right, right, right. Well, like the freeze is a momentary lash. It's almost the opposite of a freeze. I'll I'm stop talking right. now. Yes. No, no, I just need to, you know what? I, I'm just going to steal it from you and you're just not going to notice. No. Uh, no. Dang it. I thought that would work. No. I'm going to hide it next time you come over. Uh, and then the other thing I did was, uh, so we both traded with 
Roman when we were at the uh, Tacoma Guitar Festival. Oh yeah, well, yeah, that's right. You got the uh, oh the, uh, the Simon, Simon the Magpie, Magpie DS1 circuit vendor thing with pra- crazy patch cables, and I was like, this is cool. I'm really into it. I was really, I I thought a, a good deal on a trade for from Roman, who I think just wanted to get rid of it, uh, and. I never really had the time to just play with it a lot. And I was a little intimidated, a little impatient. So it's not probably the best pedal for me, but I found someone who traded it uh, for an uh, Infinite Jets. That's insane. That's a flip if I've ever heard of one. I mean, but how do you know what to price this, like, surely one of a kind pedal by a great builder. Well, I think, well, my, well, my original point there is that what you, what did you trade Roman for? It was an overdrive or something, a timber overdrive, which was cool and all, but if to trade yourself up to an infinite jets is insanity, I think, cause are yeah. the dollars go for like 300 bucks. They go for more new. Yeah, they're new. They're like four hundred something. They're like Strymon prices. Yeah, it's really great. It's so cool. Um, I'm having. It's one of the first times I've actually sat down and had the patience for the the manual, and uh, yeah, I don't. There's nothing I can say. It's just it's it's wild. It's cool. It's washy ambience of weird, nasty synth noises synth noises or that glitchy stuff i love so much like yeah it's i'm way into it you just take like 100 milligrams of cbd and just soak it all in 100 milligrams i'll call sadie first lord r.i.p r.i.p us uh weirdest music ever uh yeah but that that's what i got going on i think that maybe we should uh move this this pony show along like i've only had the infinite jets for a few days so i'm still very much figuring it out but i'm sure i'll give updates on my my journey with this behemoth that's a it's a lot to dig yourself into so i'm really excited to see what you come up with me too and i think you should find a way to use it in live shows i think i will try um it's big well yeah but i mean that's an excuse. I will use um, it. I will use it. Yeah. I will use it at my solo show at Connor Byrne on October 10th. All right. I guarantee it. I can guarantee that. With I a think, band I setting, it's falls different. under the category of like, find something super freaking weird and just leave it on your board and sleep, figure out how to work with it kind of a thing. Yeah. Like our episode when we were pedals, like, I, I live by that philosophy. Like, just do it. Yeah. Maybe we should revisit that one sometime. I think I need to find more weird pedals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actually, I take that back. I need I, what I need to put back on this test board for me to toy around with is the uh, my pyramids from Earthquake mm. Devices. Yeah, I'm gonna take another go with that because I, I love. I, like I spent a few months with it and then I, I tabled it for a little and I haven't picked it back up. And I love the sounds I was getting out. And honestly, like it, it, that point in time, it kicked my uh, FX65 off my board for a little bit. Because I dialed in a pretty good approximation of what I was getting out of my FX65. It's not the, quite the exact same, but it it, it did the trick. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't, I like, I love my FX65, and I'm so scared of like breaking it. So I, I like to keep that on the shelf. Yeah. When I, so yeah, I, I, want, I need to break that out and get back into like some of the weird stuff that that can do because it can do all kinds of crazy like sequencing and all that. So nice. 
Yeah. Nice. Cool. And then after I'm through with that, I think I want a, a, a Maris Hedra, but that's a whole nother story. Well, you got it. You got to get that Jennings guitar first. I do. I can't wait to get our sponsors. Jennings guitars, guitar, Jennings guitars, American made guitars. They are in the U S and the U S they are a sponsor of the program sponsor and friend of the show. Please consider purchasing a Jennings navigator or Voyager or deluxe Voyager deluxe deluxe or Catalina. (laughs) Any of them. Any of them. Uh, (laughs) Underwriting for Get Offset. Also provided by Spruce Pedals and Effects, the maker of the official Get Offset pedal, the Mount Hood. All I love about this pedal, everything. I love the germanium boost. I love the triangle fuzz. I love the three-band IQ. I love the presence knob. And I love that once when some guy tried to ask me like a total smartass, well, what's your signature pedal? I could say the Mount Hood by Spruce Effects. $199 at spruceeffects.com with the code get offset. That's spruceeffects.com, code get offset. Not going to lie. That's a baller move. <laughs> that was pretty great. <laughs> like for fuzz sake, you just roasted that dude. <laughs> His response was, oh, needle, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot i'm like oh man i i'm so insecure and all this <laughs> can you imagine trying to like come on somewhere like like if someone was critiquing music and you say yeah how many records have you sold and the person said 10 million <laughs> like ah oh i again, selling record not necessarily a metric for making good music but anyways well i think that the 10 million people who bought that record would uh say it's good music so there is that that's always the truth well i guess if it sells then that means the consumers are sheep Uh, it does for things like let's be honest creed maybe ouch yeah i went there stop stop it that rapper snow (laughs) okay Scott Sapp is their singer. Stop. Uh, <laughs> Staff it. Staff it. Staff it right now. Oh, my God. Yeah, making Creed jokes. Stap. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's our sponsors. Was that radio-y enough? Was that radio-y enough? Uh, please vote on whose radio thing you thought was better. Oh, that's not fair. I had a really good one a couple weeks ago. You did a really good one tonight. That was a very smooth radio voice. Well, sure, but like it was super okay. awkward and cool. Okay. And guaranteed. That, okay, fine. Fine. Take my, take my. Anybody stop. This stop. 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 All right. Stop. <laughs> uh, compare the thing that I did for the Mount Hood Spruce Effects pedal and then go back to listen to our episode with Sadie from Speedy Ortiz. And that was the one where Andrew did the really good radio voice. And Sadie and I were both like, Wow. I, I, I think I was drinking something caffeinated that night. I think that's what the trick well, is. Well, it was in the morning. Oh, that's why it was. I was on coffee. <laughs> yes. Good job. I was drinking something caffeinated. Look at me go. Good job. Um, Regular old lock over here. Oh, yes. Uh, also, my favorite mo- one of my favorite moments in the whole Steady episode was when you made some reference to BB. He's still doing it. 
And I knew that you meant in that moment, like in the moment that he said the thing that we were quoting him saying, but then I smacked you on the back and said, he's dead, Andrew. <laughs> See, here, here's a bus and here's Andrew. And then here's the bus going past Andrew and it wouldn't hit Andrew except Emily freaking threw him under the bus. Yeah, I did. <laughs> that was pretty harsh. That was rude. No, it wasn't. It's humiliating. It was. <laughs> I'm sorry. Humiliating. Uh, so uh, that reminds me of the topic. Yes, topics. Um, so the topic is when you go to see a band, do you get upset if the band doesn't stick around after the show and sign things and take pictures? Uh, so there's that kind of mindset uh that a lot of people have and so i think we just want to talk about is this valid like are you entitled to when, when you buy a ticket to see the performer are you only entitled to see the show and get into the venue and have access to like the food and drinks at the venue or whatever um or is it really rude if the artist doesn't come out at the end of the show and like greet people and whatever i you know what i i I'm going to make this really easy. The, the flat answer is it's not rude. It's not rude. That's, that's my very, very flat biased answer. Yeah. Um, but, okay. So I, let me just lay this down with one of the all time greats. We're going to step out of the guitar world for a second here. Yes. And we're going to go back in time a little bit and we're going to invoke the name of Neil Pert. Neil Pert. Oh God. No. Why are you talking about Neil Pert? On this podcast. Well, okay. I reserve the right to talk about Neil Pert as a drummer. Thank you very much. Ah, sweet Jesus. I won't talk about Rush. Okay. But it's okay. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> I said I don't want to talk about it. You're not entitled. You You're not entitled okay. to my brain um, space. <laughs> well, okay. Anyways, Neil Pert is objectively one of the greatest drummers of the 20th century. Subjectively keep going i think he easily makes top five no absolutely not you're not a drummer you don't know the technicality of what he's doing have you listened to art blakey <laughs> just jazz drummers Anyways. are all better go ahead well, keep going just say rock drummer jazz drummers are phenomenal mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i know buddy rich anyways um Louis Vels, uh, Gene Krupa, and moving on. Art uh, so, anyways, so and Art Blakey was on heroin the whole time. Keep going. Well, <laughs> welcome to rock and roll. Um, <laughs> <whew. laughs> Keep going. I just got. I, I just had a. Sorry, you said heroin, and I thought needles, and then I don't like needles, and that freaks Yo me. Yo, weak. Well, I'm kidding. I get it. I don't like them either. Well, actually, I don't care. I don't, as yeah, much Rick doesn't like them. I kind of. All of that said, are we really surprised Seattle has a heroin epidemic? Can we talk like about our largest, our most notable landmark is a giant needle? Like, let's be honest. Let's. Anyways, Neil Peart yes. was known for not meeting fans at shows. He's incredibly introverted, and he's he just he didn't do it. And you know, people still pay tons of money to go to shows. Like, it's it's always about the show. It's about the showmanship. And I know that's that's sort of different depending on the scene you're in, but I I think at the end of the day, if that's what you got to do for self-care, like that's what you got to do. I think self-care is so key to this. And, uh, I, I, I don't know really, there's so many things I want to say about this. I think that there is uh, sometimes a sense of entitlement and I don't think that you should feel 
ever entitled to somebody's time like sincerely like you're if you like send someone a message on instagram or something or you send someone an email and they don't respond to it like you have a couple ways you can go with this and you can like either take it personally they didn't respond and get so mad and whatever or you can just say what the truth is like either this person is too busy or just uninterested it's not really about me it's about that person so i think that that's like you have the people who who are mad and they feel owed something more than what you promised to give them, which is a show. I, I think that you need right. to think about like how that is in other people's lives. Cause I think that this is like, just, this isn't just with musicians. This is with like career professionals. This is in terms of like other people in your life. Like you're not entitled to anything that someone doesn't willingly want to give you ever. I don't know if I want to talk to the manager, I want, I'm going to talk to the manager whether the manager wants to or not. Sorry, I was I was channeling your inner Karen. A completely different. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it because it sounds so like, but it's so true. <laughs> if you've ever worked in retail, you, you that, when someone walks towards the counter and that you can just tell that they've got the I want to speak to your manager face, and you're like, oh boy, here we you go, boy, you buddy, yeah. And, the, and if you work in retail, one of the best ways you can head this off, or at least I don't know, maybe. Maybe it's not the best way, but what I often did is uh, if I knew what they were complaining about and if it had something to do with me, I'd be like, let me go get the manager for you personally. And then I would go like, go to the manager's office, shut the door and like in 10 seconds say, this is what they're upset about. I swear it's not my yes, fault. Yes, that's smart. But bands can't, let's work on bands this. can't really do that. Like if, if, if the no, band no, no. doesn't and, come out, like, are you gonna be like, yeah, I'm going to talk to your, your manager. Like their manager doesn't care. No. <laughs> the manager well, cares less. So there's. <laughs> the manager wants to get paid because that's how the music yeah and the works, tour manager bro. wants to get them the hell out of that venue as soon as humanly possible especially if you're touring like playing like seven shows a week like night to night to night in different cities so if you're like coming down the the west coast and you hit vancouver and one night then seattle the next night then portland if your routing is good if you're if you're if you have good routing which you usually don't it's more likely like seattle to like spokane to uh, uh billings or some crap like that back to portland and you're like what is happening why am i in five different time zones and then you're in reading and you're like i thought california was progressive and then you, and then you go back to to, to san francisco and you're like oh this is california and then you continue down south and um yeah yeah so i mean there's that whole time element of uh you know not, not as big a deal for for local bands in terms of like what i absolutely need to do next so i mean there are bands who like it's their thing that they meet their fans. And I think that's great. I love bands like that. Um, I'm the fan that I, you know, I really You're leading me to it. You're always, oh, I was about to say, all right, now let's flip this on its head. I'm the person who likes that to... thing. I was about to throw down. Okay. Let's throw down. How'd I ruin it? All right. Oh, okay. Well, it, we'll, we'll salvage it. We'll work. We'll work on it. So, all right. So here comes the throwdown. Are you entitled to it? No. But as a band person, if you are physically capable of doing it, you have nothing. Like, I don't see how that ends negatively. Uh, like, I, I just see nothing but pros. Uh, I mean. I, I mean, you're you're building personal connection with your fans and more people are more like, oh, yeah, the, like Garrett's a rad dude. Like, you should go listen to his music. Like, you're building that connection. You're able to sell more merch. You're getting. You're definitely more, selling more merch. People want to take. 
you people want people photos. want photos people want to age of the smartphone people want tons of photos they're going to plaster all over their social media that only five friends look at but that what when you've got 30 people that just took a photo with you that's 30 times five was it 150 people so boom i mean there's there's that but i think you also need to con- concern yourself with you know making sure you are setting uh healthy boundaries between your fans and like that's by definition for like every person that's different um but i think that especially women need to to be careful about these kinds of things um i know of women who have been you know assaulted by fans um people who thought they were fans or there are real dangers with that uh from time to time i mean like there's that that adage by margaret atwood that's like you know men are afraid that women will laugh at them and women are afraid that men will kill them so i think that for women it's for women it's well, so I mean, different. that happened though that that happened to um Chris, was it chris christine grimmy yeah she's one of the famous ones she was killed by a fan but it happens all the time like not all the time it yeah. happens like every couple of years you hear about it that was heartbreaking Good it's not lady. even just musicians it's like tv news anchors and like celebrities uh so like that's real and it doesn't just happen to people at a on, on a big level i mean we talked before about how there were people we tried to bring on the podcast um to talk about online trolls and they said i can't really talk about my issues because i have an online stalker and i have you know active litigation against them at this time and i can't talk about it so that's a real thing right. and uh and it can happen to men too men can have crazy fans that you know just want to be their friend or so like you have to you have to keep in mind when you're the fan who loves hanging out with fans afterwards i i totally am uh, and I feel so lucky when it happens, but when it doesn't happen, I know that it's not about me. Nope, not at all. And it, I, I think that attitude of entitlement that some people get about it, like, I mean, honestly, like, if you were entitled to it, then you would have paid for the meet and greet. Like, that's what that's. Yeah, for. that's why there are people, there are a lot of people who do that. The whole study did it. Yeah. So, which I think is great, and I think not only is that a great way to make a little bit more money when you're on the or road, or give your it give your also, the favorite band more money without buying more like useless crap that you don't need, and it also weeds out the riffraff because I, I hate like, yeah, well, like, let's be honest, like we've all been at the back of a show, like the like one of our favorite bands is opening for the headliner, and then they're in the back hawking their merch, and like someone's like, oh. I don't know. That band was kind of sick. We should go say hi. And they have no idea who they're yeah. talking to. And they're like, bro, get out of my way. I want like, this is my buddy. Like, I want to give him a hug. Oh. Or, or, or whatever. I don't Weird. know. Like, the band I'm thinking of in particular, like, I'm friends with the singer. But like, oh, yeah. That, that's completely normal. Anyways, that sounded way weird out of context. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, you got the scotch. And it was like, yeah, like, I want to go talk to my buddy. Like, what are you doing? You're just like, I don't know. You are you don't know this yeah. guy. But there's also that element where now I'm starting to get self-entitled. Yeah. We've come full We've circle. We've come full circle. Um, yeah. Like, I was really surprised when in an online conversation this came up. And then, like, the person I was talking about with a person, he said that he mainly considered this to be an issue with uh, – he said, oh, I get it for touring bands. They have some, if they have somewhere to go, like if they have somewhere to go, they definitely have somewhere to go. Um, um, local bands not staying for all the sets. 
Right. So, I mean, that's, I think that's different. Yeah. And well, I get it in the flip side, like, especially if you've been on tour and this is like the 17th show you've done with the same band. I don't think you're on. Oh, no, no, no. Local stuff. bands, like one night off shows, kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open mic nights. It's like when you're, when it's available, like, like when you're available, yeah. do it. There's so many good reasons to do that. And they're like similar, like networking things, getting your name out there, you know, making those connections, making those fans. But the big thing for me is that I just think it's, that's polite. Because if, especially if someone watched your music, like that's, that's just politeness. I think. What I can say if I was, uh, a, like a small town band and I just got lucky enough to get on the ticket for band that was passing through. It would mean the world to me. It'd be like, Oh my God, they're listening to my music. Oh, yeah. Like, Oh my goodness. I can see them in the back. Ah. Yeah. No, that's that, my, uh, that's your like, excited fanboy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the, about as excited as I get. Yeah, actually. but I mean, like the touring band thing. Yeah, that would that would be in the world. But even on a small level, just like my local peers sticking around versus heading home. But I was also kind of surprised when this person said that local bands, wherever he's from, don't like to stay to the end of the show because that's traditionally when I get paid when I play a show is at the end of it. Is that unusual? It doesn't sound unusual. Gotta get paid. I gotta get paid. Unless you're getting paid in drink tickets and you get paid up front. You, right? Yeah, you get those up front. So if it's one of those things, then like I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Um. That was said. Yeah. Um. um. What was the other thing? Oh, no, I don't remember it. I think I think we did run out of gas. I, I you know I think I just want to circle back. Well, not circle back. I think I just want to end on the note of there's many sides to this, and I think all general statements are dumb. Mm-hmm. And I think there that said, I think there is a reason why musician meme accounts always circle back to this topic in one way or another because it can be frustrating or and this that or the other thing and i think we've covered a lot of that ground but i mean if you just scroll through band meme 666 mm-hmm. and there's a whole lot of stuff about like leaving at the end of the show or like oh can i borrow your amp and like but i don't actually like you or care about your set or whatever like there's a whole lot of that and so it's a common frustration i get why that guy that you were talking to is upset about it mm-hmm. i just if we take a step back from the all the frustrations that we have let's think about it logically and like there, there is a little yeah. bit more to this so that's kind of my ending yeah story. and i think it's i remember what i was going to mention was that like with local bands it's likely that a lot of people in these bands have you know day jobs that start early and kids and babysitters that they have to get back to like especially as we get older there are more and more reasons to to leave this kind of environment and you know maybe you're sober and you don't want to hang out in a bar like there's you're just tired you're just beaten down or maybe you've got to sleep in your car yes, maybe your baby's in your car wait is that what you said no i said maybe you've got to sleep in your car i was i was joking yeah i just, I just played my set the kids passed out in my car just like make sure you don't like bake i cracked a window don't worry he's got some water he's almost two he'll be fine 
newspaper. He's got a newspaper. He's got the funnies right uh, there. He's in the ignition. Yeah, what could fine. go wrong? He's fine. It's not a great neighborhood. Doors are unlocked, though. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think that we just need to, like, maybe pull back from, like, these automatic thoughts and... Those knee-jerk reactions that make you go, ah! Exactly. Uh, but just just being less judgy and just assume that's... Just assume some someone's not being a dick. Like, don't assume that they're being a dick. Just assume that there's something else and, like, that just because you're not or your wants or your needs, your expectations aren't their priority doesn't make it wrong. Like, I don't know how else to say that. Like, just just be less judgy. Assume good things in people for, like, harmless things. And to, to repeat a phrase that our sponsor, Spruce FX, uh, has used frequently. Don't, don't be, be a, a dick. dick. All right. Uh, yep. Yeah. I think that, that, yeah, I think I mean, that covers it. Yeah, I think we did a good job on that one, eh? Better laugh. <laughs> yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for understanding. You for understanding. Oh, uh, <laughs> send my best to the entitlement crew. This has been the Get Offset Podcast. Indeed. Bye. One, two, three. Bye.